sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all. Gas what I smoke, bitch. What it do, little freaks, and welcome back to Tales of a Freak Coming from the Dungeon. It is your favorite wild free spirit, Satina. And it's just me and this thing tonight. Um, And I think y'all know why, because I am reading the tale for tonight's tale. The Fantasy and Ecstasy of Dick Part 2. And tonight's topic is running red lights. Now, I am going to do things a little different tonight. I'm going to start with the topic, which is running red lights, and I'm going to end with the tale, The Fantasy and Ecstasy of Dick. Now, before I jump into everything, I am going to tell you all, I am not going to be reading the whole story of The Fantasy and Ecstasy of Dick. Um, yeah, I'm really, well, I stopped on my favorite part that I'm about to read tonight. And I'm going to end on my favorite part, but I'm not going to read y'all the whole story because you can go to Amazon and get it. Tales of a Freak book. And the link is in the description. So if you don't even want to go on there and type it in, you can click on the link in the description and get it. So yeah, and once you get your copy, I would love if you could... Tag me, post it, let me know if you got me on any social media. Um, my Instagram, my Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, wherever. Post that bitch when you get it and tag me in it. And shout out to the people that have been doing it already. Like my homie, Miss K. Shout out to you, sis. Uh, all my homies that's been hitting me up. Mo, hell, my cousins in Milwaukee, shout out to them. Oh my God, um, trying to make sure I've been <laughs> kind of get pretty much everybody. My mom's friends, even though they've been tagging her like she wrote it, tag me, please. <laughs> Thank you for buying the book, especially cousins, uh, family, yeah, family members. Um, yeah, just make sure y'all get it and tag me in it. I would love to see what you get it. And all my homies, I appreciate it so much. Just keep it going. Make sure you tell a friend. Let somebody know. It is a good read. It is a definite page turn. And me reading a little bit of the book is literally just a sampler for the people who haven't bought it. So y'all make sure y'all go get y'all copy. It is on Amazon, link in the description. But we're going to start things off with the tale. I mean, not the tale. Jesus, I'm so used to doing that. Um, I'm going to start things off with the topic tonight, which is running red lights. And if you don't know what that is, it's having sex with a woman while she's on her cycle, menstrual cycle, her period, her mother nature, whatever she calls it. When she's bleeding, I don't condone it. And I bet some of y'all like, ugh, I don't do it no way. Some people do. And I am that person. But it's not like day two or one or some shit, you know. 
it's never that. It's always the last day. And, you know, it could be a little something there. could not. You know, it depends. But sometimes you still be bleeding, being medium rare, a little hot, and you be like, I could still get it in. No, don't do it. Especially if you know you don't want to have that bun with that guy. Especially if you know. This is for the episode of the spiritual women who do it. Don't do it if you know you don't want that bun. And I bet some of y'all are like, duh, no, 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 it ain't duh. Because you done sat up here and did it. And you wondering, no, because you done did that. That's exactly why. I'm bringing it up because you ain't thought of this. You really ain't thought of it. You really ain't. That's exactly why things are happening the way it's happening with old boy. You had period sex, sis, and you shouldn't have. Like, um, I talked about it a lot in Sacred Sex and Whimsical Pussy Slash Dick, that episode. I really go into, like, in-depth details about it but you know this is just really just shallow and really just me speaking my experience from it but you don't want to do it because it is a strong sacred time for you as a woman like you bleed with the moon sometime I know I catch my period well this past time it was on a full moon like I was so happy about that too and I use my menstrual blood for rituals for myself to help manifest and you know that's when it's most sacred to me too and considering the fact that the blood that runs out is literally the blood from my ancestors and it has so much power within it it's a good time well it's good for you to use it in sacred times like that so me doing that I shouldn't be out here having sex with anybody while I'm on my period even if it's the last day and a bitch is medium rare I shouldn't as long as blood is flowing I should not be doing it especially with a guy I know I'm not finna be with and I don't want to be with and I don't want us to have that special bond or that spiritual bond where our bodies are tied that like no I don't need it tied that deep with you not even no I don't need you messing around in my well like that but um you guys I, I did with now I'm still celibate I'm talking about past experience and I did with this guy who y'all know big dummy um for the people who don't know not gonna get into it too much um go listen to clean up woman because I talk about him a lot on there but um yeah me and Big Dummy, y'all know me and him have been messing around for forever, like, since I was, like, 18 or 19, however old I was when me and him started. But, yeah, he was the grad assistant, and he played saxophone, and that's what really drew me to him. Jesus. Who? Okay, I'm reminiscing. Anyway, yeah, but it's about him. He hit me up. And I'm like, dude, why are you hitting me up? Like, I don't I don't see why you have any feelings for me because I was never anything good to you. Like, even when we started, everything was a lie because you were lying to me about your life and I was lying to you, telling you you the first guy I slept with when he wasn't. I told him and everybody else around me that he was the first and I was lying. But, so anyway, um... 
Yeah, I told a lot. Ooh, I just thought about it. I told two guys they were the first. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I lied about my virginity twice. Damn. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, I just realized I told people at school who I lost my virginity to was um, Big Dummy. And then people that I went to high school with, I told them it was the high school dude who I was in a relationship with that everybody was like, oh, y'all broke up? Yeah. <laughs> and he was pretty good for me. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I just told y'all the truth. Yeah, I was so not happy. I was so not happy when I lost my virginity to the person I truly lost it to. I was not happy. I did a two a do over twice, bitch. But anyway, on to my new life. Well, this ain't even my new life. It's still a past life. But still, me and Big Dummy, you know, me and him have been messing around for years. And, you know, he had his skeletons. We're talking about some, um, I got two kids. Come to find out he got four then um he was married for three years come to find out it was seven like he had so many skeletons he kept coming out the closet with me with and you know I had my own she know him well I didn't really because we was never together I cheated on my ex with him hell that's how you say that because nigga me and him was never together and I hate I used to allow him to think that too Oh, I used to let him run off with that one. Especially when I wanted to go get something to eat. Yeah, we together. Yeah. <laughs> Today. <laughs> Shit. Damn. And I used to tell Big Red, like, the, ooh, it's an episode. Go back and listen to Best Friend versus Significant Other, me and Big Red did. Um, Me and him was, I had the tale that I told. I had told him about when this was the last time me and him had went out. Me and Big Dummy had went out to eat. And he had told me for the last past five years of me and him sleeping around that this nigga was nothing in me. And he'd been wondering where the kid was. And I was like, what the fuck? Nigga, you, 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 you've been trying to trap me all these years. What is wrong with you? No. And Big Guy used to say, what did you do to him? Like, what is wrong with him? And, you know, then I didn't know, but I do know now that it was literally just the period sex because it would be my last day and he would hit me up. It wasn't all the time, but he was always catching me sometimes around the last day. And I would, I would allow it to happen. I would definitely allow it to go down. Hell, I told him one time I was on my period, and he still ate me out. And I was like, oh, my God, you were nasty. But that felt so great. And, yeah, even when we fucked that night, it was so damn good. Damn, he was good. And I would make an exception for him. And, you know, even though it was never my intentions to be with him, it was always his intentions, I'm guessing. So, you know, I wasn't manifesting that, but he was. And, you know, you really got to be careful about who you let in your body around that time because their intentions with you are totally different, I'm telling you, than what yours are. And you don't want to sit up here and be in a situation that you regret, and I regret it. And that's why I'm saying it now. Do not, do not, do not. Fellas, 
Do not hit no spiritual woman while she is on her cycle. You better the, you will definitely regret that shit, and you will be upset at yourself while she laughing at you, because depending on her intentions, um, she either got you or you got her. I don't, I don't know how it's gonna work, but you know it just don't work out too pretty when intentions aren't the same. So you know, please, women, please honor your body around that time, because I did not, I did not. But, you know, since I've been celibate these seven months, I've been able to look back on a lot of dumb decisions I made and, you know, really realize where I went wrong in a lot of my decision-making when it came to my body with certain situations. But, you know, I forgive myself. I really, truly do. I do forgive myself because I knew, but I didn't know what I know now. And... I'm happy for knowing what I know now so I can make those changes. So, yeah, you guys, do not, no, don't don't sit up here and run no red lights. It's not smart. It's not smart at all. It's not smart. 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 Like I said, women, it's a sacred time for you. That's literally your direct bloodline to your ancestors, and it's sacred, and like I said, I use mine for rituals. And considering you cycle with the moon sometimes, oh, we know your power and know your strength. That's literally what I'm getting at with us with that one. Know your own power and know your strength. Don't sleep on yourself because when you do, that's, that's when you're fucking up. And believe me, I was hella sleeping on myself. Because now I'm in a situation where I'm like, dude really thinks he's in love with me. And he's not. He's not in love with me. You, there's no way in hell you think you in love with me. Because, my nigga, we didn't start off with that. It didn't even grow to it. And you know, like I said in other episodes, maybe for him it did. Considering that's what he wanted, obviously. But for me, no. No. God damn it, no. I swear to God, like, I was so toxic to this man. I would. I picked my dog over him. Like, that's 98%, 98% of our fights started over because of how I treated my dog over him. And <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. Like, I remember one time Samson was laying across my bed. And I didn't know, and apparently um, he had kicked him out the bed. And I woke up that morning, and Samson was, like, literally right in front of me, up under me. And I was like, what the fuck? And I turned over, and he was asleep. I punched that man in his arm. What the fuck you do to my dog? He was like, Ned, what, what you doing, man? I'm like, what the fuck did you do to my dog? No, get the fuck up. Like, I literally woke this man up at his sleep because he was like, man, he was in the bed, so I kicked him out. I was like, you don't fucking do that. This is his house. You don't fucking pay nothing here. And he didn't. He really fucking didn't. The nigga was just coming over to fuck. So I was like, bro, you don't pay nothing to do shit around this bitch. So you don't tell him what the fuck he can do around here. I pay the cost for him to be the motherfucking boss around here. You don't do shit. 
like, I went off on this man. Like, I woke him up to some shit because of my dog. And we used to argue a lot. Because they used to be like, no, if Samson want to be in the bed, he can be in the bed. As long as he ain't in the bed while we having sex, which he never is. So, you better kiss my ass. And he would get so mad about that. Ned, I don't like it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and it used to be funny because I would call a big guy after an argument. He'd be like, why you do that to him? Or why you say that? Because I don't give a fuck. And what are you going to do? Nothing. He's going to be right back over here in two months. Watch. In two months, watch he hit me up. Ned, what you doing? Nothing. Come over and eat me out. And he would do it. So, you know, remember, people, people are only going to do what you allow them to do. So he allowed me to choose my dog over him in any argument because he would still be there. After we got finished arguing, he'll come down, smoke a blunt with me, and, you know, we start back having sex. So, you know, he just wanted to bitch about something in my eyes. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> but I'm saying all that to say not to brag on my toxic ways I'm just saying that to say that I know I wasn't a good person to him and for him to even want to be with me or think about being with me it had to be the fact that we had period sex that you would even have a notion to think that I'm somebody you need to be with like no no, no, no. It was definitely the fact that we used to have sex while I was on my period. And I regret that shit because I shouldn't have been doing it. I don't want that bond with you. I don't need that bond with you. So, no. It was crazy. It's crazy time, I tell you. But thank God for celibacy because I'm making smart decisions. Like, when he hit me up, I blocked the shit out of him. Because he hit me up on my Satina page on Facebook. Block. Nigga, don't talk to me. Tell us, I love you. I want to be with you. If loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. Well, my nigga, you, you finna be alone then. Because I don't, I don't even want to be with you. Like, what the fuck? And how dare he think he finna add his four damn kids to my motherfucking zero. Nigga, are you serious? Do I look like Miss Frizzle? Do this look like ride on the magic motherfucking school bus with Satina today? No, nigga, you best to get the fuck on. Four damn kids. The man got four. And he talking about some, ah, you ready to settle down? The fuck is wrong with you? But you know, he did this shit last year around this time. Hit me up out the blue. You ready to settle down? It's always around cuffing season. Nigga, no, I'm not ready to be with you. I don't want to be with you. I never thought about being with you. I don't even like you, fool. Like, the sex was great. I'm not going to lie. You were great at that. And, you know, you treated me halfway decent. Well, he never did. Well, honestly, no, it wasn't halfway decent. Well, it was halfway decent because, I mean... So what? He brought me around his family. He never really truly introduced me as girlfriend. It was always, yeah, it is Ned. Okay, so who is Ned? That used to be me. So I, I was like, okay, you saying this Ned, so who the fuck is Ned? <laughs> and I would start arguments with him too. <laughs> like a couple arguments, I would definitely give in to that because 
It was fun to fucking do. Like I said, I was toxic. I was very toxic to this man. Oh, man. Even around the family, like, we went on a motorcycle trip with his family or whatever. It was his uncle, his brother, his cousin, his friend. And I was the only female. <laughs> and we didn't go too far. But it was something he did. It made me so mad. I looked at him. I was like, when we get from around him, around these people, we going to figure this out. But I swear to God right now, I'm finna let your ass slide. Like, I don't know what he did or what. But I was like, when we get from around him, we going to talk about this and we going to handle this shit. But for right now, put a fucking smile on your motherfucking face. And I put one on my eyes and just was chilling and smoking and just went back to talking and having a great old time. He was like, she really is crazy. I really am. And we really did. As soon as we left them folks and we came back to my place, like, dude fed me. Once we got back from the trip, uh, me and him went out to eat. He thinking, I don't forget. I ain't forgot shit. I'm just happy we eating. And we on the back of a motorcycle. I'm not finna cause no accident. Soon as we got back to my house, do y'all know it was late as fuck? I still started that fucking argument. I was like, nigga, you thought I motherfucking forgot? No, because he was like, can I spend the night? I was like, yeah, you can stay all night. Your ass ain't going nowhere. You gotta hear my shit. But yeah, we fucked though. It was great. It was great. I started that argument so we could fuck. Ooh, it was some good ass. Oh, makeup sex. <laughs> it was so good. Like. Ooh, he, he roughly fucked me that night. He did, he did. Ooh, he did. Good times, good times. Good crazy times, too. Oh, my God. Like, he choked me that night when we was fucking. And, you know, I used to have to ask for it, but I didn't have to ask for it that night. <laughs> I didn't have to. <laughs> I did not have to ask for it. He just did it. I was like, yeah, he mad. I like that shit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm reminiscing, y'all. I'm sorry. Y'all know it's going to be seven months for me since I had sex. So I'm really reminiscing right now. That was a good night. Ooh, that was a good night. Like, uh, we had, like, we were standing up. He was behind me. He was hitting it from the back. And I'm so short compared to him. So he had to, like, kind of pick me up a little bit while he was hitting me from the back. And I was like, oh, my God, this is great. He was, this when he was choking me. And I wouldn't expect him to do it that hard, but, damn, he he, he really, really choked the shit out of me. <laughs> he choked the shit out of me. And he was just fucking me so hard from the back. And it was so good, though. Because even though it was hard, it was still that gentle roughness. Yeah. Okay, let me stop. Anyway. Yeah, those were the days. <laughs> but please, do not have period sex, ladies. Don't do it. Know your own power. Know your strength. Know that you should not be doing it because... It's just not smart. You're going to regret it because I regret I created that bond with him. I regret that he thinks we have this bond. I regret a lot of shit, but I can't lie to you. Seven months of no sex has been very much so an eye-opener. November 16th will be seven months, you guys, on my celibacy journey. And boy, do I love it here. 
really, I mean, I really do because I haven't met anybody. Well, I'm not going to say anybody because it is like this one guy who I'm thinking about. But I know I want a deeper connection. And for me to even get that, it's going to take hella time. For me to even want to pursue it with him fully and for me to just be ready myself. So, yeah, that's why, I mean, celibacy, it is kind of happy. Well, it's not kind of. I am happy to be here, but, oh, yeah, that pent-up energy. Boy, does it go places. But I'm thankful that I can have it pent-up and it goes somewhere creative and productive in my life. So, yeah. Still celibate, still rocking out with my cock out. And I also even haven't pegged anybody. I haven't even been trying to. I know that's strange how I just got on that. I know. But, I mean, it's something that I like to do, and I haven't done it. But, yeah, you guys, don't be having period sex out there, ladies. And niggas, don't, 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 don't do it. Do not do it. Unless you know you want to be with her and she want to be with you, don't do that. And, you know, don't eat no spaghetti neither. Don't. If you didn't see her cook this red spaghetti in your face, don't eat that shit. Do not fucking eat it. Don't do it. Do not eat red spaghetti unless you saw her. Unless you watch her get the can open or however she make the sauce. Unless you see her do it, don't fucking eat it don't and i know some of y'all like why is you saying that because nigga no no don't don't do that because you don't even really like that man like that he didn't even do nothing to you you just want to be angry and do some evil shit nope don't do it don't do it and it's coming from an evil bitch herself don't do it no don't do it leave him alone let him run let him run sis let him run on and please let him run but don't let him run away mad because you do not want him mad just let them run off. But yeah, you guys, I'm now going to start with The Fantasy and Ecstasy of Dick, Part 2. Now remember, I'm not going to read all of it, just my favorite part in the book. And I'm going to stop on my favorite part in the book. And you can buy the rest. But here we go. The Fantasy and Ecstasy of Dick, Part 2. Hello, gorgeous. It's one in the morning. Old boy should be blowing your back out right now. And you should be in his arms fast asleep. Well, that's what I would have done if I was given the chance to be with you. Maybe that did happen. I just woke up to get some air. I say in a slightly rude tone. With a bottle of tequila in your hand and a blunt you trying to hide with the other? Elevator guy, why are you up so late? You must be coming back from being in somebody's guts. I say, rolling my eyes, trying to walk past him. No, I was hanging out with some old colleagues of mine from college. Hey, I'm sorry if I offended you. I just honestly would have loved to have been that man that took you out tonight. I smile, but stop before I turn around to face him. I accept, elevator guy. Mike is my name, by the way. Michael Moore, but everyone calls me Mike for short. Nice to meet you, Michael Moore. I put my blunt in my other hand to reach out and shake his hand. Are you going to tell me your name, Gorgeous? Maybe. I don't know you yet. Well, how can I invite you to my room to have a drink with me if I don't know your name, Gorgeous? 
I think about Maurice waking up and finding me. He'll probably just go back to sleep anyway. Yes, Michael Moore, I would love to come back to your room for a drink. He laughs. So you don't trust me to have your name, but you're willing to come back to my room? I know the world is so strange like that, isn't it? We get on the elevator and I forget he's on the same floor as me. I pray Maurice doesn't wake up and come out the room looking for me while walking to this guy's room. We get off the elevator and his room is on the opposite end of mine, which is a blessing. Michael opens the door to his room and turns on the light so we could see better. Excuse my room, I did leave in haste. His room was not bad at all, more suitable than mine was. It's a lot bigger than my room though. He has a balcony, a little bar area with two bar stools, a small sectional couch with all his clothes and bags. I walk in his bathroom to see he has a walk-in shower with a jacuzzi tub with four jets. You spent a little extra on this room, huh? He laughs before he answered me. I actually didn't elevate a lady. My job pays for my room. I just pick where I want to stay and they pay. He walks over to the bar to pour him a drink. You said you would have a drink with me, so what are you having? I have a bar, so it's on the house. You can actually take your bottle back to your room if you like. I am not going back to my room just to drop this bottle off so Maurice can wake up. That's okay. I actually want to drink my little bottle, Michael Moore. Are you going to call me by my whole name every time? I look up to him in his eyes. Yes, I am, Michael Moore. I like how it rolls off my tongue, I say seductively. You are very you are a very interesting character, Miss Elevator Lady. Join me out on my balcony, he asks, extending his arm out to the balcony. I grab a glass and walk out toward the chair with the lighter in it. So, you smoke, I see, Michael Moore. I actually don't. One of my friends that I had over was smoking cigars and drinking last night. He left it. How old are you, Michael Moore? I am 45, and you? You can at least tell me your age. I can. I pour myself the rest of Maurice tequila and take a sip before answering. He giggles at me under his breath and takes a sip of his drink as he waits for the answer. I am 28, Michael Moore. I honestly thought you were in your late 30s, not 45. Thank you, lady. I work out on a regular basis. I don't smoke at all, and I barely drink as well. But if I do, it'll be whiskey. I see you got a thing for guys around my age. It looks like the guy that took you out tonight is around the same. I do prefer older men. The experience some have is almost unimaginable. I light my blunt, inhale and exhale it out, then uncross my legs to make my little nightgown come to the tip of my knees. So what do you do for a living, Mr. Michael Moore? Well, lady, I gig is a part-time thing. I play trombone, but my full-time gig is a contractor. Oh, that's why your room is fancier than mine. We both laugh. So, Mr. Michael Moore, which job do you have here in Alabama? Both. I'm here in Alabama for six months on a contracting job for some new apartments. I had a gig at a club tonight. That's why I'm coming back so late, lady. He made sure he was looking me in the eye when he said that. I like the fact that he wanted to explain the reason considering what I said to him. Okay, lady, what do you do for a living? I'm a host slash creator for a sex podcast. A sex podcast? What's it about? I stop in my tracks from hitting my blunt, looking him dead in his eyes with that are you seriously asking me what it's about look. Well, I know what it's about, sex, but give me a description of the show. 
I softened up when he explains his question and hit my blunt before answering. Well, Michael Moore, it's a funny but educational sex podcast. I talk about any and everything on there from pegging to how to eat vagina the wrong way. Okay, I'm guessing you're something of an expert when it comes to sex then, huh? I wouldn't say all that, Michael Moore, but I do know what works for me. Since you brought it up, what's the wrong way to eat vagina? He asked me, lightly licking his big full lips after sipping his drink. The way he said it, it was making me so moist I could feel the heat between the legs reheat from his question. I can only tell you what I don't like. I don't like for someone to use their fingers, just straight tongue and lips. I love to feel a man kiss on my inner thighs and work his way up to my vagina, then lick on my clit and use his tongue muscles and show me what you can do. I love a good tongue fuck. A man's tongue going in and out my vagina, slightly sucking every now and again, sends me over the moon. He leans in towards me, and I'm thinking he's about to pull me in to kiss me, but he just pulls some lint out my curly hair. Your hair is beautiful, by the way. Is it yours? Once again, I look at him like, are you serious? What? You know, you women folk be wearing all these different wigs nowadays with these baby hairs all the way down to your eyelids. I burst out laughing, letting the alcohol and marijuana take over at this point. I put my drink down, and I could feel his eyes watching my every motion as I rise up from the table while he's trying to catch a look down my gown. Although it's nothing wrong with that because I support some of my girls who do it because there's nothing wrong with it, and some use it as a protective style so they don't have to do their hair all the time. But no. I don't wear wigs with the baby hairs and all that other stuff you're talking about. I'm a natural queen through and through, boo. I snap my fingers and flip my hair. Okay, I see you, lady. Your drink is finished. You should get another, Michael Moore. Nah, I'm good. Like I said, I don't drink much. I don't care for the taste. I actually have a taste for something else if I can have it. He leans back in his chair and says while stretching one of his long legs out, and a hand under his chin to rub it. My mouth dropped for a second. I try to pull it back like he didn't just catch me off guard with his statement. I pick up my drink and take the last sip of tequila to wash away the shock to put me back in the game. Mr. Michael Moore, what on earth are you talking about? We've been pretty forward with each other, I feel, all night. The vibe between us is very flirty but safe. Even though we don't know each other at all, I think we've built some type of trust, right? Even though I still don't know your name yet, I still feel some type of comfort with you, lady. You come off as fun with a strong sense of self. I'm digging what I'm getting right now. He's looking at me, licking his full lips like LL Cool J does, but sexier. He's a tall, dark, chocolate man with big arms that could squeeze the life out of me. And the way he's sitting in his chair just makes me want to get on top of him and ride him on this balcony. So you want to taste me, Michael Moore? That's not the question right now. The real question is, can I? I could melt because this is all I wanted from Maurice tonight. Oh, shit, Maurice, I scream in my head. I forgot all about him. But I don't feel any type of way since he gave no dick. Shit, he didn't give any at all. I uncross my legs to catch a breeze, plus to tease him before I answer his question. 
Well, Mr. Michael Moore, it wouldn't hurt, would it? He instantly stands up, walks over to me, and stand over me. He bends down to put his hand under my chin to make me look up at him. Looking in his eyes, I could feel the passion he brings, and I want all of it, even his dick if he wants to give it to me. His full chocolate lips meet my brown full lips, finally giving me that passionate kiss. The kiss is nonstop with all the tongue you can give. He is so gentle with me that I finally stand up, but he's still bending down to kiss me. He picked me up and I wrapped my hands around his neck and my legs around his waist. He covered my ass with both his hands, exposing my ass, letting the wind sweep past it. Luckily, he left the door halfway open so he could easily open the door and walk in while still carrying and kissing me. He gently places me on the bed, separating our lips. He stands back and says, can I know your name now, lady? I slightly raise up on my elbows and laugh. Earn it, I say, spreading my legs. He takes his shirt off, giving me the show I want from his body, his chocolate skin with his six-pack, the broad, strong shoulders, and his enormous arms. Oh, Michael Moore, I moan. He hasn't even touched me, and I could feel me dripping from the eye contact I'm getting from him taking off his shirt. He bends to grab one of my legs and kiss my ankle. I giggle as he does it. He tickles me with his lips while lightly licking me. He makes it to the inner part of my calf and says, you have some big features to be such a small woman. And I feel you're just big all around, gently moving my other leg to rub his dick through his jeans with my feet. He used his other hand to take my leg away from his dick and place it on his shoulders. I throw my head back in laughter. Then he pulls me closer to him, making me fall to my back. Oh, Michael Moore, he licks my thigh, then stops once he reaches my vagina. He does my other thigh like that, but with kisses up to my vagina, and he stops again. Isn't this what you said you love, lady? He says in a deeper voice than what his voice is. I'm on, yes, it is. Good, because I want you to enjoy every minute of this moment with me. I may never see you again or know your name. I laugh but stop when he kisses my vagina with his lips. Oh my God, his lips. Finally, the feeling I've been desiring all night long. He kisses and licks my lips, letting me feel his long, wide tongue on both of them. He spreads them with his tongue, gently sliding his tongue inside, making me feel the plushness of it. Michael Moore, don't stop. I moan enough so he can hear he's doing an amazing job. I rub his hair while I move my hips to meet his mouth while he fucks me with his tongue. He pulls me closer with my ass almost hanging from the bed and smacks it. I inhale deeply like someone just gave me life with breath. Yes, Michael. He finally made his way to my clique, showing me his skills on trombone. I know he could play the horn lick on back and forth without missing any articulation. His tongue moves so rapidly on my clit, I can feel myself about to squirt from it. Michael, I want you to fuck me, I beg. I need him inside me, giving me every inch of his rock-hard dick I felt earlier. His tongue isn't enough anymore. I want more. I need more. I'm living for more in this moment. He stops licking my clit and starts back tongue-fucking me, but faster this time. Oh, Michael, fuck.
fuck me. I start to feel my own juices on my thigh from coming hard, and he doesn't stop. He keeps going, making sure he doesn't miss a drop. He even licks my thigh to get the little he did miss. He stand up like the chocolate god looking down at me. You want more? He asks me while unbuckling his belt, then pulling his jeans down with his boxers. Yes, give me more. I scoot back on the bed to give him more space to get on top of me so he can finally melt all his chocolate on my brown skin. He kisses me while climbing on the bed, making me lean on my back. I wrap my legs around his waist as he enters me. Oh, Michael, I moan. I can feel that it's just the tip he slips inside. Then I feel more of him inside of me. Michael, you're so deep. I have a little more to give, he whispered in my ear. Can you take it? Yes, I can. Good girl. Finally, all nine inches of him are deep inside of me, making me pulsate around his dick. He didn't even move it around, and I'm throbbing from him just being fully inside me. Fuck me, Michael Moore, I lean up to say in his ear. Oh, lady, I'm going to do so much more than that right now. He kisses me while moving his hips in a circular motion inside me. I grab his back, dragging my hands up and down his spine as he grinds into me and feeling his back muscles expand while he digs deep into me. He picks up his pace and changes his stroke, then puts both my legs on his shoulders. I squeeze my walls so tight around his dick he stops kissing me to moan, fuck, so softly in my ear. He takes my hands and pin them above my head and fucks me a little rougher now. Yes, Michael, I love it. Suddenly he stops, then pulls out from inside me. I'm not ready to come yet, but you're about to make me. Turn over on your side and take off your nightgown. I smile and do as he says. He smacks my ass while turning over. You love ass, I see. Oh, yes, I'm such an ass man. And I'm so thankful you have a fat one I can hold on to, he says while sliding into me from the side. I scoot back more to him to feel his strong chest on my back. He grabs one of my ass cheeks to make me feel his vast dick in the depths of my vagina. I grab his big hands because I want them on my breast. I pick up the pace and throw my ass back more to meet every one of his thrusts. The faster and harder he went, the more I gave into him. I turn around to kiss him, and shortly after doing so, I start squirting on his dick. Oh, yes, Michael. Oh, don't stop. Please don't stop. I'm about to come, lady, he yells as he pulls out and fills my ass with cum. Once he finishes, he gets up and gets a hot towel to wipe me off. He then goes into the bathroom to clean himself off. He makes his way back to the bed and lays behind me. He placed his drained dick in between my cheeks and pulled me closer into his arm, and we drift off to sleep. I feel the sun on my eyelids, which wakes me up in a bit of disarray. Maurice's arms are a lot heavier than they were last night. I blink my eyes a couple more times because his arms are heavier, and they seem to be darker. Finally, I get it together and realize this is not Maurice, but Elevator Guy. Oh, shit. I spent the night and fucked him. No wonder I feel so damn good. Last night was fun as fuck. 
So, little freaks, that's where I'm going to stop it at. If you want to know what happened between Satina and Elevator Guy, a.k.a. Michael Moore, go get your copy of Tales of a Freak book on Amazon. The, descript- the link is in the description. So, there's no way to say you can get a copy because you can get a copy. And I hope you all have enjoyed your little sampler because that's the only thing I'm going to give. And I'll talk a little bit about the characters. Of course, Maurice Tyrone Warner is based off Super Mario. And Dia actually is a best friend of mine. Um, We were cool in high school, not in... No, we were cool in middle school and elementary. We didn't really go to the same high school, or did we? Shit, I don't remember. No, we didn't, because I was hanging around other people, and she wasn't at Whitehaven. So, yeah. Dia literally is based off someone real, but we didn't go to high school together. And Michael Moore, a.k.a. Elevator Guy, that's just a bunch of guys that I've dated or talked to or fucked around with made in this big-ass blob of Michael Moore. So he's kind of a mixture of guys, but so far the characters that y'all know, me, of course, is based off me, and Maurice Tyrone Warner is based off Super Mario ass, and Michael Moore is like a big-ass ploop of guys that I've kind of made up and build a guy (laughs) in this story. So Michael Moore is kind of my build a guy. A little bit. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say on that character. But he definitely, well, they definitely helped create such a masterful of man. Because it was solely based off me wanting to fuck this one guy. But all the characteristics and all the shit that I made in the guy, it's just based off a bunch of other guys. But yeah, you guys, make sure you go get your copy get your copy of tales of a freak it is on amazon for purchase and make sure once you get your copy that you are posting it and letting me know and tagging me in it you can find any of my social medias facebook instagram twitter uh tiktok at me you can talk to me about the episodes the book let me know i want to hear let's get active good people But yeah, thanks for tuning in, you guys. And the next episode will be November 27th. So be on the lookout for November 27th, the new episode that'll be dropping. So stay freaky, little freaks.